listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Wednesday afternoon. Now, two days before the, two more days before the start of the Lunar New Year, I'm sure many of you are busy preparing for the festive season, uh, feeling thankful to another year, and perhaps putting aside some money for the red lycee packets. Now, you may already have a list of people that you're going to give the lycees to, and I hope after today's program, you'll be adding this next group to your list of people to give out the red packets. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're chatting with Jeff Rotemeyer, who is the founder of Impact Hong Kong and the Love 21 Foundation, about the Street Cleaners Appreciation Day. Welcome back on the program, Jeff. It's really good to talk to you again today. How are you doing? Good, Noreen. It's great to be here. It looks like you're in a really clean room. <laughs> it's a very strange, very strange setting, yeah. Yeah, we just rented this out for Impact HK. It's our new, one of our new sports rooms. Oh, so it's a place for great activities. Yeah, yeah. very great. exciting. And yeah. it's out in Tai Kok Choi. It is. Yeah. Brilliant. That's kind of where we're mainly centered from. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about the Street Cleaners Appreciation Day. You're the person that founded this day and, and, and coined this day. I remember interviewing you uh, some years ago. I think 2017 uh, was when you first uh, debuted this day. What is the Street Cleaners Appreciation Day? Yeah, it's it's been very cool. You know, when you're out on the streets every day, like we are as a charity helping the homeless community, right? We're quite spread out throughout Hong Kong, especially here in West Kowloon. Um, you also see other individuals in needs, in need like um, cardboard collectors, for example. But then, you know, in getting to getting on these walks, you meet a lot of street cleaners, and then you really see very clearly the amount of work that they do each and every day. Um, and just through these walks, these kindness walks, just got to know them. And and when you're outside showing care to the homeless, it doesn't. You just bring extra stuff, and we also started caring for them as well. Exactly. Why is it important to sort of reach out to this group? I feel like this group is, we often say, oh, our street cleaners, you know, they do so much, but there's not a lot of recognition for them. What's your thoughts on this? Yeah, yeah so true. I mean, we do, we do work with the schools. You know, I, do, I used to be a teacher, so I go into schools quite often with Impact HK and educating about, you know, the importance of showing kindness to people in need. And um, one question I can very simply ask students and yourselves is, you know, if somebody's helping you each and every day, you know, should you appreciate that, right? It's like the easiest question ever. Like all the students are like, yeah, of course, perfect, makes perfect sense, right? Um, and then I ask, okay, what about the street cleaners? And they're like, ooh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? You know, these individuals are outside helping us every day. They're pretty much all between the ages of 60 and 80 years old. Um, they're paid very unfairly, in my opinion. They work every single day. Um, I think they're only allowed one day off a month. So it's a, it's a community that's definitely unfairly treated, and they help us every day. So it's, it's really our goal in society to care for people and stand up for others who are unfortunately held back. Absolutely. Um, where did this idea come from? I mean, to, to start a day on social media, and I think it's received a lot of traction every year. There's always, always a Facebook event and everybody's just sort of likes it and says, yes, I'm, I'm in. Um, how did this idea come to you to start a day on a social media campaign? We just Impact HK is just a really cool charity because it's just been involved like thousands, you know, thousands of really caring people in Hong Kong. And, and when you have that many people coming together, uh, with a focus on caring and standing up for people in our city, you know, sky's the limit. You know, we can we can accomplish great things. And I think highlighting, you know, the plight of the street cleaners in Hong Kong is is definitely going well. I think it stands out to people. It's not a financial incentive for us to make a day like this as a charity. It's not going to pay our bills, but it does really encourage people in society to stand up and care for others. And that's what we want them to do for the homeless as well. 
Yeah. Jeff, you made a... Re- oh, by the way, we are on Facebook Live as well. For our listeners, feel free to join us there. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. You'll be able to hear and see Jeff there. And feel free to comment and, and let us know your thoughts uh, about how you uh, commemorate and how you celebrate street cleaners. Um, you mentioned a really good point that, you know, these street cleaners aren't being paid a lot. M- many of them are perhaps on minimum wage. And the government has just announced that they're freezing minimum wage, which doesn't just mean for, for, for the next two years, but for the next four years, these people are being paid the same amount, um, not catching up with inflation. They're being paid $37.5 an hour. Um, that really is... A, a, a sin in the city, you know, against a backdrop of such a rich um, society. Um, I, I guess the question is, um, I, I never thought to give out Lysi money to street cleaners. You know, you give it out to your security guards in your building and, and people that you see in, in, in the office. Um, how do you sort of overcome that nervousness of approaching um, a stranger and, and to people who really help help us every day, help keep our city clean? Yeah, I want to touch on, on this before, though, the minimum wage aspect. You know, I really highly doubt that they're getting minimum wage because I think if you look at the amount of hours that they work per week uh, and per month, it's insane. I mean, it's every single day. Um, I see the same individuals every day here, especially in Taikok Choi. We're really good friends with the street cleaning community, and they're working tirelessly every day. Um, they're also eating in their workplace. They're treated unfairly, so there's a lot. I think, you know, I'm not exactly sure on what they're paid, but I know you know, around that around that $14,000 range is quite typical. But if we're talking a 30-day month, you know, I've, I have a tough time believing that they're getting paid uh, above minimum wage. Wow. Um, regarding, you know, regarding the, yeah, walking up to strangers and passing a product, I mean, it's not a, it's not a normal thing to do. Like if I was walking downtown Central and some dude came up to me with a banana or something, I'd be like, whoa, you know, get away from me. But, you know, it's not normal. So when people reject, you know, your offering, you know, that's normal. It's not, that's not their fault. We don't blame people for rejecting offering. If we offer someone a hard boiled egg or an invitation to our center and they don't want it, well, that's, that's fine. You know, and that's not, that's not their fault because they deny it. But, you know, in getting to know individuals, we realize it's not a pride thing. It's a trust thing. And, you know, it's difficult to trust someone offering you something on the streets. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I think you'll find in, in, I'm pretty good at it now. I've been doing it for about seven years on the street. So I've got my technique and I think a good smile and a, a good Niao or, you know, Josan, you know, a really good open, caring voice and, and, you know, get your camera away. Don't, don't take your camera out. Don't, don't, uh, don't photograph these individuals by doing so. Um, make sure that they understand that the only reason you're passing that to them is because you care. Yeah, you read my mind. I was going to say, what techniques do you, do you have? Uh, you're really good at sort of connecting to, to people and, and just strangers. Um, I guess it's about building trust. Uh, it absolute is about that. And if you see the same individuals again uh, and again every day, um, saying hi to them every day actually builds a, a good relationship. And they look forward to seeing you and, and, and children walking past as well. I know. You know, in, our, in, our, in the guest room here in Taikok Choi, we have a, we have a community fridge. Um, which is a free fridge open to the public. And we also serve about close to 300 meals a day from the guest room. And so many of the street cleaners in this area, which are probably about 30 to 40 street cleaners, um, we know them all so well. I mean, they're just part of our family, really. Um, and it's always kind of funny. I'll be walking out in the streets of Tai Kok Choi here, and I'll see a street cleaner across the street. She'll she'll see me, and we'll be like, hey, Joe-san, you know, and have a big wave. And then the, the person, the Tai Kok Choi resident behind me is like, like what's going on over here you know but it's been such a beautiful experience 
you know, getting to know these people in our community who are so integral parts of our society. And that's what community is all about, you know, having friendship with people, being friendly. And, you know, just these friendships that we've, we've uh, you know, developed with this community here are just really beautiful. I'm just so grateful. Yeah. And I think it's important that we really do appreciate them. You know, they do a lot. Yeah. Jeff, I'm curious to see, how did you overcome the language barrier? Because, you know, even as a Chinese speaker, sometimes it's not easy to build the trust to strike a conversation, but you've really um, been able to do that and, and taken it to, to the next level, really. How did you sort of overcome the challenges of approaching these individuals? Yeah, I think you just, yeah, just, yeah, I don't speak much can- much Cantonese. No, uh, it's definitely a big not. smile so, of yours. You definitely have to have a good, having a good smile on the streets is definitely going to help you. Um, a good wave, you know, a pat on the shoulders sometimes, you know, me and the, with the street cleaning community, we're not talking politics or about life really. It's a lot of just hellos, a lot of friendliness. And I think it, it just goes a long way. And it's, in, and it's been nice. I think Tai Kok Choi has been changed uh, in large part because of our huge impact HK family here. Uh, but I think, you know, street cleaners are in every neighborhood. They're in, they're in yours. They're in, they're all over Hong Kong. Um, so it's really nice to be involved and be kind to that group, that group. Yeah. I'm sure many of us live in areas where there will be homeless people and you probably see the same individuals in the street corners every day, uh, rain or shine. How do you take that relationship to the next level? Um, for example, I, I, I see a man, um, who, who, who's lost a limb in the streets of Prince Edward, um, every day. And, and we, when we say hello, we wave and good morning, um, get him breakfast from time to time. But I want to take it to the next level. I want to ask him sort of, you know, are you homeless um, or, or where do you live? Can you ask someone directly, are you homeless? Or do you sort of skirt around it a little bit and sort of, I think I try to ask where you live, where he lived and sort of, you know, very vaguely said, just, you know, down the next street. Um, how do you sort of take it to the next level? Um, because you just want to, to, to help. So, well, yeah, it's a great question. You know, we, we get this question a lot, a lot. You know, but I saw a homeless person, you know, what should I do? Because it's tough, you know, because you're a caring person, you see an individual in pain and you want to help. And I think, you know, we've really tried to, trying to logically build, you know, a strategy for how to help an individual off the ground who's in complete pain and really probably given up, uh, which is very, very common on the streets because it's so difficult. Um, and then the process that we have is really through that repeated kindness. So when I go out on the streets with individuals, I'll, I'll know some individuals who are homeless. They don't look homeless. And our volunteers will be like, really? And I know he's homeless because I'm there every day. Um, and when you see the same individual in the same location every day, or you go there at 10, 11 PM and you see him sleeping there, then you know he's homeless. Um, and the strategy is really that you can't walk up to someone and just save their life. And, and I've really learned that very clearly that as a charity, we don't save lives. You know, we provide opportunities. And the key at very, very first is really to make sure that they know that they're cared for. And hopefully through that repeated kindness, you can earn their trust. And then that will open up the doors to giving them an opportunity. Um, we have invitation cards. So we have cards that you can that you can print. Um, we can share them with you. We've shared them on our Facebook page. And it's just simply a card that just offers them shelter support, offers them caring uh, people in need, uh, caring opportunities with Impact HK. So you can just simply walk up to an individual without any language um, and just simply pass them the card or you could pass them, you know, uh, some water, you know, a snack and the card. And, but I think that process really works because 
sometimes when you go on the streets and you try to force too much, you try to persuade, you try to convince them to come. Unfortunately, it just doesn't work it, because at the end of the day, all of our greatest success stories are really down to the effort of the individuals themselves, not us. It's, it's we provide the opportunities that everybody needs and deserves, and it's their effort that gives them the great success. Um, so the process really works. We deliver the care on the street, earn their trust. Hopefully that gives them the empowerment to trust us enough to take that opportunity by visiting us. And from there, our casework team and our staff do the best we can um, to give them that opportunity that they need. Yeah, that's a really good point. And, and it's human nature. You know, we run away from people who chase us. And the more you sort of try to persuade them and, and chase them down, um, it's, it can get annoying and, and just scary, to be honest, you know. Um, we are on Facebook, Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. And um, Adelaide uh, echoes that point. She says, um, I have this problem too, how to approach them. I guess it's, I guess the onus is on us. I, I think many of us, you know, maybe we're confident in other areas, but when it comes to that sort of very innate one-on-one interaction with a stranger and someone we think needs help um it, it's difficult to 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 get on that level and and to you know not not have excuses oh i'm sure he'll get the help he needs or i'm sure somebody else will it's down to you to really make the first move it hurts i mean it hurts you and it should hurt you know when you see an individual in your society who's unfairly treated or in pain that should hurt that shouldn't be acceptable uh Seniors collecting cardboard and recyclables each and every day throughout Hong Kong into the wee hours of the night. That's not acceptable. And unfortunately, things like that have become just so common that people don't even bat an eye. And um, it's really important that we get the message out of how important it is to care for people. And then if enough of us do, as with Impact HK we're seeing, then we can make great changes. Um, but I think we do have to understand that these individuals who are on the streets, this is not an easy fix. Um, Mental illness is 100% out there. It is, a, it is a huge, huge issue. And you just can't walk up to people and, and, and save them, unfortunately. So it's understanding the process. And, and we all have a piece to play in that puzzle. Yeah. Um, I, well, now that I, I feel like this is agony, aren't I? I? You know, I have another dilemma and perhaps some of our listeners may share the same one. I, I've developed a, a bit of a, a relationship with a with an old papa in Kennedy Town and she's collecting cardboard boxes every day, morning till nighttime. And, and, and I speak to her and we look forward to seeing each other. Um, and I try to ask her about sort of the, the reasons why she collects a cardboard and she'll always give the same one. It's for her own health and fitness. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's an excuse. But what do you say to someone who who seemingly enjoys it um, or, you know, doesn't think there's anything wrong? Um, the reason I feel like I'm putting more emotion in it, because um, I feel like she shouldn't be working. But how do you sort of talk to the individual if, if they don't see a problem with it or they want to work or they say they want to work? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's tough. I mean, it doesn't make sense for someone to tell you their whole life narrative, right, on the streets, right? And, and the person might say it's for their health and fitness, but to be honest, it makes no sense. And it wouldn't make sense as well, though, for them to tell you their full life story. I think the, the key is this, that they will work in an entire day's work of picking up rubbish, right? Digging in rubbish with spit and cigarette butts and insects. Digging in rubbish for an entire day is going to get them about 40 Hong Kong dollars. And I'm sorry, like, there's just no way... There's just no way that that's justifiable or, you know, there's no way that you could say, oh, they love it. Nah, she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to stay home and watch Netflix all night. No, no, no. She likes getting out there. Keep active. Get in that rubbish bin. Good energy. No, that doesn't make any sense. But maybe 
you know, these, these narratives are very easily pushed. I mean, I've heard narratives of like, oh, you know, many of these homeless people, they've actually, they're millionaires. Oh you my know, they've actually got I've apartments. heard that too. That's, I can't even say that word on air. <laughs> That's, yeah. I know. I know. And you, you have to fight against these, these push narratives because it's easy to push narratives like that because it justifies not caring. Um, and, and people do it so easily. It's a, oh yeah, they like it. You know, and it just, it just gives them an excuse to not care. And that's what we're trying to break. Yeah. I, I do think Hong Kong is a caring society, but it's all, often mm. quite easy to be so busy with your own lives that these people, that these individuals mm. sort of fade into the backdrop and you, you no longer feel, you no longer pay attention to it. Why is that? But then if you speak to someone one-on-one, um, they'll say, yeah, you know, it needs to be changed. But why is it so easy for people to sort of go by their daily lives without really taking action? I've, I've often wondered that. I guess it's, you know, it's human nature. And I think it's just a lack of, uh, education and opportunities. I think people, you know, I say this quite often, you know, individual, there are many individuals in society right now that hate the homeless. You know, there are people outside that actually think that they're the big problem, these homeless people, and they're, they, they're the, they target those individuals, right? But I still think that people that hate the homeless, I don't, I don't see them as bad people. I see them as they just never had the opportunity and the education to learn about these individuals and what they face and who they are as people. Um, I have, I, I get the pleasure of working with, you know, I think 11 of our full-time staff with Impact HK used to be homeless. And, you know, I work with these individuals each and every day. And I'm just so, so grateful for that. Um, anybody who's met our staff, anybody who's met like the likes of Alec and Gam and, and, and Will and, and these great people that work for us, there's no way that they would hate them. There's no way that they would look down. It's just, it's getting that education out to people and giving them the opportunity, you know, to really learn. And I think the more people that learn the importance of kindness in our community, I think it has a great ripple effect and I think it can change cities. And that's why, you know, we put a lot of time and emphasis on the education program and, and making sure we work a lot with the youth. Yeah. Um, have you got any upcoming projects in the following year then? I'm sure lots. Every time I speak to you, Jeff, there's always something exciting. We've just rented a, a new sports place um, for Impact HK. Have you got any more um, immediate upcoming plans? Yeah we're, yeah, we're on the move. It's going to be a really ambitious year, uh, to say the least. You know, we're, um, we've got two of these sport rooms. Uh, so we're really going to expand our sports program and, you know, art programs, so art therapy, music therapy. We're going to have drumming with Kumi and we're going to have, you know, continue our DJ classes, hip hop classes, uh, tons of, tons of great fun, lots of human connection and just a really good time. Um, we've got our new office space, which is upstairs, two floors up getting our staff more united for the first time. We've got a, a big staff now and it's a, yeah, really exciting changes. We're opening up a kitchen um, probably in the springtime, which will give us a lot more employment for the homeless and a lot of training and skill training. And then really having good graduation streams for individuals to come in, get strong and then uh, progress and uh, outside work and stuff like that. And we are also going to be having a really exciting uh, plan in, in the works with our charity partner Redress in opening up a second social enterprise shop. Second one, one already. You just yeah. opened the the one last year. Last year. Yeah, and yeah. it's gone. Wow. It's gone really well. Yeah, we're already you know financially sustainable uh, with that first shop. So we're very excited about the model, and I think this is going to be a really cool collaboration with Redress to open up a second shop in, in with them, which is really cool because they're a great charity and do they're great, great work. So absolutely, yeah. 
as a as and our, a both your charities. Yeah. Wow, Jeff, congratulations! I always feel so hopeful after speaking to, uh, with you. Remind our listeners once again: how can we find out more about uh, both your charities, and how can we play our part and help? Yeah, thank you so much, Jeff. So for Street Cleaner Appreciation Day. You know, just to be clear, just just when you see a street cleaner out there as well, if you've got a lysine in your pocket, just go ahead and pass them on. You know, um, you're really going to appreciate that, you know, being more connected and caring for that community. Uh, ImpactHK.org is our website. Um, we're also very active on Facebook. Uh, my other charity, which I founded, uh, is called Love 21 Foundation, supporting the Down syndrome and autistic community. And that is Love21Foundation.com, but also on Facebook and Instagram. And yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's been a great community, so please do get involved and, and yeah, let's keep spreading the word of caring for people in our community. Absolutely. Well, I hope our listeners will dig deep into their pockets. I mean, uh, what's a cost of a lysi? A couple of coffees that you might get, uh, you know, during the week. So it's really great if you can pass that money, pay it forward and give it to uh, street cleaners who really help keep our city beautiful and clean. Meanwhile, thank you so much for your time uh, this afternoon. And we were speaking to Jeff Rotemeyer, who is the founder of Impact HK. Thank you so much for your time today, Jeff, and speak Thanks, to you Serene. soon. Bye for now. All the best. Thank you. Bye-bye.